And, and that's where some of the overlap comes in. And it feels like a constant state of readjustment. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, th- yeah, there's that whole saying that the only constant in life is change. Yes. I, I don't like that. Um, so <laughs> Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Lisa. And this is There Are No Tangents. Feels like I've seen this all in a dream. What's the purpose of a human being? Never mind me. I'm just lost in my thoughts. What's the topic? Ain't no topic. Keep it going. No, no, stop it. Don't get the picture, then we grab it. With no emotion, what's the logic? lost in our thoughts. Not on the surface beyond that. Pull back the curtains, I'm on that. Once we take it there, ain't no going back. Don't be losing. In the topic, man, we gotta stay on track. Yeah, you so crazy. Yeah, I know it. Tell me a story. Like a poet, yeah, like a poet. We getting lost in our thoughts. Welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> it is a cloudy, dreary day. It sure is. Yeah, we're both just spacey. Uh, yeah. yeah. I shouldn't speak for you. That's. Well, it's, um, it's spacey, but not that there's nothing. It's like, there's too much. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually how I work too. But today it's like, uh, I, I had a really big cry last night. Like, mm-hmm. um, and so I kind of just have that, mm-hmm. you know, that feeling like I've, it's been coming. It's been a long time coming. Um, and this is, this is a trend for me listeners, just FYI, like, I'll be like, I really need to cry. I feel like my solar plexus is tight. There's a lot of emotions here, but then like, it's just, the tears won't come even if I try to make space for them to come. And so last night I like laid down in bed and one of my cats like came and just like jumped and plopped on my lap. And then I'm like, like, <laughs> and it just kind of, I don't, it's like, I need a little catalyst or a yeah. spark to sort of get that going. And then I felt a lot better afterward, but, and I slept actually really well. Um, but it was just, then I just kind of woke up like, Ooh, like, where am I? Mm-hmm. So yeah. 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 That sort of, um, not exactly numbing effect, but yeah. It is a bit of a, like an anesthetic almost somehow. Yeah. And so, you know, you were talking about, there's a lot going on. It's too much. And that's how I typically feel. And it's almost like with the rain was a clearing out <laughs> or something like that. So, yeah. so it's good, but I'm also like, where are we? <laughs> but we're excited. I think too. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, because Mm -hmm. we have a concept that we are kicking off, Mm -hmm. which is a theme around shifting gears and how that plays out. Um, we all have our experiences of shifting gears. Um, I think, uh, with the pandemic and coming out of the pandemic, especially, uh, there's been so much transition. And so we have been talking about this, this idea of transition and cycle and rhythm and um, just how that has played out for us as well as um, other people we know. We have 
some guests we're going to have on to talk to this topic as well. And we're really excited about that. Yes. Very excited about that. And so I'll just go ahead and mention this now, and I'm sure we'll put it on our Instagram, but just so that it's out there, uh, we are going to take a couple of weeks off, uh, during the holidays, like those last couple weeks of December, we won't be releasing an episode. Um, and we will, you know, this will be coming to you on. Yeah. We're going to try to get this one out before, but the continuation of the series will definitely be after it into the new year for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of before I forget also another little reminder about our Gmail. So for commentary questions, inquiries, um, there are no tangents at gmail.com. Um, And I think you wanted to mention the option of. Yeah, well, just with this um, new series that we're going to be rolling out. So today we're just going to kind of intro it. We'll see where it goes. We don't know. It's always a tangent Um, or there is no tangent, but you get get what I'm saying, people. And so anyway, but with along with that, um, we're not sure if it's going to be a really short series, like two or three episodes, or if it's going to be five or six episodes. And it's going to just depend a little bit. Um, we do have some guests in mind, which is so exciting. And we're thrilled to be able to connect with these folks who have some really awesome stories. But if you, one of our valued listeners, if you have an incredible story or a really compelling story about how you shifted gears, whether it was, it could have been before the pandemic, it could be after it could be during anything like that. Um, just a really interesting story in that regard of like how cycles shifted in your life, reach out to us. You can DM us on at no tangents on Instagram, or you can catch that little email address that Lisa put out. Um, and, or perhaps if you don't want to be on the podcast, but you know, somebody that has a really fascinating story when it comes to shifting gears, um, yeah, we would love to connect with that person as well. So just reach out to us and it might be something we might be able to feature that person. Who knows? Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that would be awesome. And so this was all a little bit like serendipitous as so many things are that we come across because you had kind of thought of this idea. I don't know when that was, we discussed it. I mean, we've talked about shifting gears and that sort of thing. We didn't realize it was going to be a series. Mm -hmm. Um, But then like, along with that, you were connecting it a little bit to an experience you had the other day. I don't know if you want to mention that or not with the, um, well, just the, the washing machine or whatever. You don't have to go. No, I, no, that was really cool. Um, so I was, I had a coaching session, um, earlier this week and as we were doing an, a meditation at the beginning of our session, um, I was upstairs in my room. The laundry room is directly below. And as I was tuning into sounds that I could hear, I really noticed the sound of the washing machine. And it was so rhythmic and relaxing. And um, I, I don't know, it, it really struck me that concept of um, natural rhythms and cycles. And so when we were planning out our podcast schedule and we had already 
talked about this concept of shifting gears, it, I don't know, it just really struck me. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that just plays out in so many different ways, right? As women, we have natural cycles. Um, I mean, everyone does, of course, but all of the cycles you can, it's the cycle of life and, um, your daily cycles, your daily rhythms, mm-hmm. the sun rising and setting. I mean, everything mm-hmm. is tied to a rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just, um, it's cool when you step back and look at it from that perspective. Um, especially like what just came up for me is when you were saying that is it's, it, it makes it feel like complete or whole or something like that. When you view it in that perspective, like again, that idea that everything's kind of connected and there's life and death to everything. And there's, it's just all, um, yeah, those cycles of life and what came up for me in terms of like the shifting gears aspect is like, sometimes I'll speak for myself. I can certainly be this way. I don't always see that you know, initially I'm not like, oh, this is just, I have this great perspective and this is just all part of the, whatever it feels like life is happening to me sometimes. So I'm Mm -hmm. shifting gears. Um, but sometimes it's a choice and sometimes it feels thrust upon me, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. anyway, so when it, when it feels thrust upon me, it feels like I'm out of control, but then like you come back to the fact that there's like, for everything, there's a season under the sun or whatever that quote is, you know? Um, exactly. So, yeah. Well, what came up for me during that session, um, was a very clear, um, image of overlapping circles. So really like a Venn diagram basically, but just continuing. And it was very clearly a white background and just the outline of these circles. And they just kind of went on and on and on. And so, the idea of these cycles overlapping with each other as well, mm-hmm. um, that felt in the moment, very poignant and mm-hmm. very significant. Um, just kind of take a step back and, and realize the interconnectedness, like you said, mm-hmm. um, one cycle of whatever is happening can really tie into or affect other cycles that are happening. Mm-hmm. It's really, um, yeah, it's really cool to, to think about it that way. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you all can see then like how broad this topic is and how many different avenues it could take. And so I was just, as you were talking, I was just thinking about like some of the guests that we want to have on and just how excited I am. Like, it's going to be so great to hear, um, from some other people and for them to be able to go on tangents with us and to be able to share some of, um, the cycles that they have experienced and the shifts that they've experienced. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we both have had a number of shifts, even in just the last couple of years, really. Oh, I mean, even far less time than that, but Mm-hmm. especially over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something we really have in common um, and has proven to be <laughs> a topic we come back to quite frequently. Yeah, 
so I don't know if you want to dive into some of that, some of the, the shifts we've experienced personally. Yeah. I, this is where I wish I had like written some stuff down. Cause I'll think of so much more when I hop off of here. Cause it is, it feels like just cause everything like, again, just all of these, I get, it's like when you get on the other side of it, looking back, so many of these things are truly connected. I mean, well, yeah. So just shifting definite destinations in terms of like career path. Uh, I know that we have both, we thought long and hard about that. And there was a lot of transition with that. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you want to speak specifically to, cause I'm thinking it's so funny. Cause I'm talking, but I keep thinking more about you and, and like, and I'm thinking like, well, we know how you um, did this. And then it kind of shifted this within your business. And then you kind of shifted. I don't know why I can see it more clearly for you. That's so but, funny. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, so I can go back. Well, I mean, a major shift was just moving here to begin with. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. But more. And actually I, I shouldn't downplay the significance of that because when I look back on it, mm -hmm. I can really appreciate how important mm -hmm. coming here, moving here has been, yeah. um, you know, uh, I believe things work out. Right. Also, we are, we are put in the places we should be. Right. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, um so, but, uh, to be more specific about my experiences. So, um, the biggest shift subsequent to this move, um, was as I was approaching 40, um, I didn't can, I, I remember being worked up a little bit about turning 40. Am I, does this bother me? Does this not bother me? Is this a big deal? I don't know. I feel like maybe it should be a big deal, but I can't tell if I actually think it is. Um, but what was a big deal to me was I had, um, at, at least at the time, it felt sort of like a, a sudden, I need to figure out my life. I need to know what I'm going to do next. Um, at the time, our youngest was, I don't know, three maybe. Um, but the start of kindergarten and having both kids in school and that it felt um, really imminent mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And I just felt this pressure um, and it was an internal pressure, but it was just like, I have to figure this out. What am I going to do? I'm interested in so many different things. Um, and I remember being in a therapy and this was something that, that came up. And I remember her making these suggestions. Well, you know, we have horses and, you know, there's bourbon and, you know, whatever. Um, and I loved the work that I did before mm -hmm. I resigned when I had kids. But even at that time, I was... I could feel that I was getting ready for a change. Mm -hmm. So if I had not stopped working, I would have moved to a different position. And so as she's like talking to me about this stuff, I'm like, yeah, there are a lot of options. Some of this stuff could be really fun, but I just kind of knew like I was already before ready to move to something else. I don't know that I want to go back yeah. to do the same sort of job. Um, and at the time, 
you'll remember this. We actually talked about this um, in one of our very first episodes. I love um, interior design. Yeah. Um, and our house has been a whole journey of home yeah. improvement and I get a lot of fulfillment and satisfaction from that. So I wanted to explore, you know, what would that look like if I just kind of casually maybe helped people? Um, right. with, yes. I mean, staging, that sort of stuff, not really um, hardcore work. Um, but even though I love doing that stuff, I helped you a bit. Um, I kind of realized I enjoy doing that stuff more for myself. Yeah. Because it's more of the energy mm -hmm. of being in the space for me. So I, of course, I want to love how things look, but it's also, it's more of a feeling. And mm -hmm. so it's less satisfying to me to, mm -hmm. um, to just put an idea together and like, here you go. Mm -hmm. Love going to your house and going into your bathroom because I experience. <laughs> this is yeah, I get that a lot. People love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So what you're saying is I killed your dream. No, okay. <laughs> no, you did no. not kill my dream at all, I'm but kidding. it's a really important learning opportunity. And I'm yeah. really grateful for that. So it's not that oh, I, yeah. It worked out so great for me too. Like I'm, I'm still like kind of trying to draw on some of like the lessons you taught me, even though you weren't like directly trying to teach me, yeah. I'm just like, anyway, so that could tangent forever. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But it, I really did enjoy it and I have yeah. no regrets about that, but it was a great lesson for me. Like, mm, I'm not sure. I think maybe once in a while I would enjoy doing this, but uh -huh. I don't know, you know, um, and part of it for me too, is about the novelty changing the space to see how the feeling changes. Um, so anyway, that was a, a fun experiment and that wasn't it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not it. Um, yep. Which is how you have described that. That's the best way for you to learn, right. Yes. Is through experimentation, it trial will, and error. Yeah. It is. So experimentation, the trial and error is very important to me. Um, and a big aspect too, is the hands-on aspect of it. Uh -huh. I like to put my hands on the furniture and move it. Mm -hmm. I like to be in the space. Like, so I can visualize how something will look and it's probably fine, but I want to physically make the changes myself too. Mm -hmm. That is a really big part of it. And you know, that's not what your general interior designer is going to do. They're going to give you a concept or maybe have the work done for you. Sure. Yeah. yeah you know, it, it's just, it's not the same. So, yeah. um, and then <laughs> the light bulb moment, oh. <gasps> maybe I want to be a coach, Uh huh. Yeah. you know? And so there was that whole journey of um, looking at coaching programs and being so overwhelmed and really uncertain about that and what that could look like and what that could mean. Um, I mean, I, I would say there were a lot of shifting gears within that whole process. I don't know if you feel the same way for your. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Right. And then, so I did that. I did my training. I got started. I had this concept for how I thought I wanted it to look. 
And then another light bulb moment, <laughs> you know, I really want to be able to use my creative interests mm-hmm. with the coaching somehow. How could that look? I feel like I'm kind of making this up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and it, of course, you know, is that okay? What will people think about that? And then it's like, well, I don't really care, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I can use, um, those creative outlets and that creative energy without necessarily using the coaching as well. So anyway, it's been just like one shift after another. Yeah. Yeah. It almost feels Mm -hmm. like as you were kind of talking about all of that, it just, to me, I was picturing like things just getting a little more aligned. Like Mm -hmm. ever so slightly more aligning, you know? Yeah. So like those overlapping circles kind of, you know, like Mm -hmm. come closer together almost. Yeah. Think about this. I mean, we, all of us, but we, Mm -hmm. I know we can relate on this too. So while all of these gears are shifting, there's Mm -hmm. also the cycles we have as parents. Um, Mm -hmm. Our kids are out of school for the summer. Yeah. You adjust, you shift gears throughout the summer. The kids are back in school, sport, yeah. all of these transitions, but the sports are seasonal. So you're from one sport to another, or you have this break and, um, yeah, you know, like, so family life has its own and, and that's where some of the overlap comes in. And it feels like a constant state of readjustment. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that whole saying that the only constant in life is change. I I don't like that. Um, (laughs) I mean, I like change sometimes. I like change when I know what's coming, when, you know, all of that, trying to predict all of that. But my work is trying to get a little more comfortable with flowing with those transitions. Um, rather than like gripping on and I'm not ready to transition yet. <laughs> it's like, it's already happening. You yeah. need to just kind of loosen your grip there. Um, and you know, just thinking of specific, like, as you were sharing too, I was like, gosh, that is, I was thinking back. Well, when we moved here, cause I guess we moved maybe a year before you did. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so excited. <laughs> like I want, I, from the moment we moved, to Indiana, I was like hoping we could move back to Kentucky. Um, so when it actually presented itself, I was like, yes. So that transition, although any transition or shift comes with some sort of upheaval, Mm -hmm. it was still, it was more on the exciting side for me. It was, I, I was not sad to go. I was like, yes a new change. Like I'm coming into this fresh. Um, but then, yeah, similarly to you, I, you know, was in a certain, certain job, certain position for like 11 years. I mean, and that's like a really long time. I didn't, you know what I mean? Until I started to, especially, you know, cause I started that when I was like 25 or something. So to think about that, most people are switching jobs or roles or something like that a little bit more frequently than that. And I didn't even realize that that was a thing. And I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. I'm also like, okay, attachment type, 
alert, six mm-hmm. alert, you know? Um, but, but yeah, so it was one of like how you were describing, like you knew you wanted to have, um, you loved what you did before, but you wanted something different and to move into a new phase. And that is, um, how I was feeling, but mine was really, my shift was really convoluted because, um, there was a lot of other stuff, um, you know, relational things associated with that shift that, um, wouldn't have been, you know, what I chose. Right. Um, but well, you again, say yeah. a lot, in that a lot of the shifts were more around or, or as much around the relationships as the work itself. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I, absolutely. And I think that was a big piece of what I was trying to discern. Um, whenever I started to feel some of this inner turmoil <clears throat> and I knew for a fact, like the relational difficulties were contributing to that, um, you know, within my, like these work relationships. So what I needed to discern was, okay, do I need boundaries or distance around the relationships only, or do I need to also start to consider, yeah, maybe a different job or a different career path or or what have you, which I had certainly considered, but my little rational mind, um, would just jump in there and tell me I was, you're just dreaming, you know, (laughs) which I was, but you know, it didn't mean that it wasn't possible, Uh, but that doubt definitely kind of held me back. So in distancing myself more and getting a little more clarity around the relationship stuff, Um, I did find a little more peace for a bit within the work, but ultimately I was like, oh, I think this is actually a bigger thing. I think it was the whole context. Yeah. Um, It really was the whole context, which I, I'm not saying too much about it now, but I have definitely thought about once I work through that just a little bit more, probably bringing that up in a future episode, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of just some like realizations and some of the things I experienced and, you know, experienced them in real time, but hindsight's 2020, like didn't realize what was actually happening um, until I looked back type of a deal. And I think there's probably a lot of listeners who could relate to that. Like Mm -hmm. something's off, something's not right. I'm experiencing turmoil. I'm experiencing inner frustration. Just, I don't know. Everything just feels like it's falling apart. Um, but sometimes things need to fall apart so that they can, you know, we can move on or we can. Yeah. Yeah. To make space for the new things that are mm-hmm. ready to come. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'm just reflecting on. So before we started recording, we were talking about all the gears that had already had just shifted through the morning. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't always think of switching tasks for example, as necessarily shifting gears. However, I will say as highly sensitive transitions can be very difficult. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm back on my, I know in one of the episodes, I was like, I don't know, do I really have this trait? I'm not sure. Lately, I've been like, I I think I freaking do. Like, 
I, I really, really do. And um, for a lot of reasons, but yeah, continue with that. Cause that's so true. Well, I, I mean, just how, I mean, you were just describing this, how you want to know what's going to happen. You know, when something's changing, you want to know what's mm-hmm. going to be the outcome, but just even in day-to-day life transitions can be really hard for us. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we anticipated X was going to happen, mm-hmm. but whatever, that's mm-hmm. not happening. Or here's ha- here's something that plays out for me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's tied to shifting gears and transitions being difficult. Um, you know, let's say I'm really immersed in a project. And mm-hmm. so I'm totally absorbed and totally focused. And then I kind of come out of it and I look around and I'm like, oh my gosh, there are all these dishes that need to go in the dishwasher or the dishwasher needs to be unloaded. And there are three baskets of laundry and there's a pile of toys on the floor. Um, and it's like, it's not that I didn't know, yeah, but because I was so in this other world and then I emerged from it and I feel so overwhelmed then by all of these other things that are just waiting and yeah. of course, I just want to stay in my world where I'm focused and enjoying yeah. what I'm working on. And mm-hmm. then it's like, oh no, you just have to be a regular person who has to. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. I know it. Oh, that is the worst. It really is. It's so it, frustrating. It makes, yeah. It makes me so fr- like actually a bit angry, mm-hmm. but to be more accurate, I think it's more overwhelm than necessarily anger, but the feeling of being overwhelmed feels like anger. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that's how I experience it. And so I have to Mm -hmm. really, to get that frustration out, I have to just do everything, you know, (laughs) to attack everything. And I cannot relax until everything is handled. Uh-huh. And I can just like, okay, settle down. Uh-huh. But so yeah, the, the shifts and the difficulty with transition, um, especially for those mundane sort of tasks that can be, yeah, I really think overwhelming. Yeah. It was also ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. And it's tough. I've been, so I've actually been reflecting on what you just described, kind of that scene of like, okay, I'm in the middle of doing something. So it could be working on a project I'm enjoying, or it could be I don't, anything. I could be playing with my kids or watching a show with my kids or doing something like that. And then my awareness gets hijacked by these other things. Or I remember something like, oh my gosh, I forgot to switch over the laundry or what, you know to the, to the dryer or something silly. Like it could be anything. Um, and so what I've been, I guess, thinking about reflecting on trying to understand is like, what makes me feel better and what makes me feel as though I can be more present is okay. I just need to go take care of this thing real quickly that I remembered. And then I can come back and I can relax, Mm -hmm. but I really don't, think it has to be that way. I think that's just the way it, yeah. I don't think it needs to be that way. I think it, there are plenty of folks who they may not even see or remember the thing that is, you know what I mean? Their awareness might not even be like pulled at all. 
they're yeah. able to just be there. Right. Or, um, you know, oh, I forgot to change the laundry over two hours ago. Oh, no big deal. I'll just do it now where I'm like, ah, I'm so frustrated. Or here is an example for me too. I have to clean up the kitchen before I can sit down and eat dinner. I cannot because the whole time, I I don't know. I think a meal is like, um, you know, I want to enjoy this. This is an experience, even mm-hmm. if it's just whatever. It doesn't have to be a special meal, but yeah. this is an experience. And also this signifies the winding down of my day. And so I want to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then if I still have to go and there are dishes all over the place or whatever pans to be cleaned, like it, that's another time where I'm just very frustrated. So yeah, mm-hmm. I have to have all it, or at least as much as possible done before yeah. I sit down and eat dinner. Yeah. Something about myself is slightly a tangent related to that is like, I feel so much more calm. I feel so much less overwhelmed when my environment is picked up. And I wish, I wish everybody could see what I'm looking at right now. I am looking at papers all over a puzzle, um, that my family started over there. Um, Christmas light box, um, my phone, you know, whatever. And so just on this one table, um, and so I don't know, there's like a resistance or something like a feeling as though I want it picked up. I want things to be in a certain way because that makes me feel better, but then I don't really do it. I think there are people who act on that better than I do. Yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty good at acting on it because, yeah. well, I mean, when you only have a couple of things out of order, it's not that hard to put those things back in order. So, right. That's true. Like, downstairs, there are very few toys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy to get those things put away. Yeah. Um, and coats, what I mean, things have spots. And if they're not in their mm-hmm. home areas, it's easy to get them back there. That's exactly what it is for me. That's what I need help with is finding mm-hmm. a home for things. Yeah. And I have tried to work on that as a matter of fact, like you helped me with that. Even you're like, oh, well, I mean, if you're not using that dresser in like Isaac's room for clothes, could you just put toys in there? And I'm like, I guess I could put toys in there, you know? (laughs) And so it's, I've been trying to think a little more creatively, but still it just feels like I don't have, everything doesn't have a home. Um, Hmm. and so that does make it tricky. Cause I'm like, okay, I can tidy up this stack of papers and then I'm just gonna set it right here. Yeah. Um, yeah. well so, now yeah. I do have some spots where it's like, okay, the kids bring home a thousand pieces of paper. There's a cabinet and I have a stack of papers in that cabinet, but sure. that's where they go. Like that's their home until at some point I'm like, okay, yeah. I gotta get rid of these. <laughs> I know. I know. I did the same thing. I'm like, I don't want to throw this picture away. Like, yep. I, I try to keep it very minimal. Even my stuff, like I'm looking around and like, I mostly have plants at this point. And things that go on the wall. Yeah. I've tried to mm-hmm. minimize anything else. And this has been, I have a tendency to be a hoarder. Yeah. Um, 
Me too. And so I, it's just been as I've gotten older and really realizing, like you said, how my environment impacts me, mm-hmm. that I've just tried to let go of more stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's really hard, especially with kids. Kids get so attached to things oh and they're like, gosh. oh, but this stick that I found outside, <laughs> I need to keep it. And you know, where is this sticker that was on my shirt that now won't stick to anything else, but I got to keep this sticker or, you know. Yeah. Oh man. Isaac has the sticker thing covered. He, I know where his are. He has stuck them all on his headboard of his nice cherry bed that has been handed (laughs) down to me. And I was like, that those are never coming off. Those are never coming off. I am like the family member that this stops with. Yeah. That, you know, it is so nice that we had that, you know, to, it's just such a nice piece of furniture. And so I'm just like, oh boy, don't let your yaya come up here and look at this, Um, (laughs) you know? So anyway, but that's where his stickers are. So yeah, but so I think we got off with the HSP thing. That's what we were. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Well, I'm, I'm in my head, I'm tangenting to, um, to work stuff. I don't know why. Yeah. I guess just because we were talking about those career shifts. Yeah. So we had this conversation just this week about, you know, what happens when you just tell people what you're, what you're, what you do, what you're doing, what you're trying to do. I mean, career-wise. Yep. Your massage situation. And (laughs) we have examples of this. So seriously, we should be putting that, we should be talking about this so that, okay, so our 20 listeners, at least they will all know. <laughs> what do you mean? So we have 200. I don't know if you're interested in that. I mean, obviously we can cut out this whole little section, but like. Of course. Can do that? We can. I mean, yes, absolutely. Thanks for hanging with us through today's tangents. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back again soon, but meanwhile, you can follow along with us on Instagram at NoTangents. We would love it if you would subscribe and maybe even consider leaving us a review, a highly complimentary one. Keep it going, no, don't stop it. Don't get the picture, then we crap it. With no emotion, what's the lie? We just lost in our thoughts.